Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip. With your state-issued ID, open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today, and happy to bring on to the program Lou Finicaro, VSIN UFC expert and Point Spread Weekly contributor. Lou, how are you? Guys, I'm doing great. Uh, happy to speak a little NFL as well UFC with you in October where we have playoff baseball and every other kind of sport. What a great time of year. Yeah, absolutely. A pleasure to have you on the show, and thanks for the time because you're a busy guy, man of many talents. Uh, VSIN viewers and listeners can look for you on our new UFC show, First Strike. So excited about that too, but let's get to the NFL Uh, A big number here with Houston and Arizona. I got burned by Houston because I took the 17 just because it was 17 points against Buffalo. Uh, But here they are catching 18 uh, against uh, Arizona. What do you think? I think that you really have to tie your bootstraps really, really tight (laughs) if you're going to even consider the move to Houston. But a week ago, Pritch, this was 14 and a half, and now I'm getting 18 and a half. And if I wait, I could get more in a situation where I know that Arizona is on a short week next week against Green Bay. And while I don't think it's situational, this is commonsensical. The Arizona coaching staff wants to dispose of Houston in the first quarter, get a lead, get some of these players out, get rested, and win this game with no casualties. And I think that's going to be enough for me to gobble up 18 and a half or better and go with Houston here. Lou, it's great to talk to you today. Let's keep on this NFL theme because I love your card for this weekend. And one game that caught my eye and you listed as well is the the Washington football team going to Green Bay. So this looks like an easy play for the public just late with Aaron Rodgers. You know, Green Bay's five and one, five and one ATS. They're winning and covering. Washington two and four and they're one and five ATS. So it's an automatic play where it's, Hey, just take Rogers, lay the points. Don't even think about it. However, the market is telling you there's some money coming in here on Washington. At one point you had green Bay minus 10, 10 point favorite at home. I'm seeing now Lou, a lot of these books down to eight points, seven and a half points. This line continues to go toward Washington. We have seen these conference dogs, dogs with line moves in their favor on the road, all around 60% ATS question do you like the points of the football team and if you do what was the cutoff for you is there still value at eight or seven and a half or was it really that ten nine and a half at the the beginning well i was able to publish the nine and a half because our deadline for point spread weekly is tuesday noon and fortunately i took it there 
thinking that that's just too high. Why is it too high? I think it's too high because Green Bay's on the road in four days to go to Arizona, number one. But more, more importantly, almost any other team except for maybe the Bucks and Green Bay, I value a center's in, uh, inclusion in the game as much as a quarterback. And Green Bay's without their center. And so that affects things in this game. Uh, that's the general of the line. And I'm just going to hope that Washington is inflated. Again, their look-ahead line a week ago, seven and a half. So to answer your question, Josh, I'd say eight, yes. Anything lower than that, no. We're speaking with the great Lou Finicaro, UFC expert here at VEASAN, also capping uh, NFL with us right now on the program, betting across America. Uh, Point Spread Weekly contributor to uh, and then Bout Business Podcast. Lou, again, you are everywhere, so thanks so much uh, for your time. Uh, this is a unique matchup because I've never seen it before. We, we've had two teams, two franchises that swap quarterbacks, essentially. Uh, we got Detroit and L.A., uh, Goff, everybody's making a big deal of the fact that he's going back to L.A. I don't think it's much of a big deal as Stafford facing his former team, though. Uh, so here's a big number. Could we see professional courtesy like McVay? They're going to win this game, but they're just not going to blow out the Lions in this one. Well, you know, I don't know. You really want to think that Goff is the one that wants to come back and show his team something. And you almost wonder with Coach Campbell's uh, criticism last week of him, if he wasn't getting the whole locker room ready for this game. Uh, anyone looking for Lions lightning rod has to think in terms of that. Mm -hmm. This is a tough one to stomach as well. Uh, it's it's not one that I'm really that high on on the Lions side, but for me, uh, double-digit road team with nothing to like about them at all, the only way I could go is take the 15 or pass. Lou, I want to get your take on a big Monday night game. We're all thinking about Sunday, but Monday night we have the New Orleans Saints coming off a bye, playing Seattle, who, uh, you know, you can hit on, uh, you know, Geno Smith all you want, but he covers that number, you know, on the road with an inflated line at Pittsburgh. But really, we're looking at this line. It opened like minus three, three and a half on the road for New Orleans. They're now up to around minus five. But I want to get your take on the total because one thing we've seen in these primetime games, Lou, dogs have been great, 12 and six ATS for a lot of contrarian betters. But the public's been feasting on these uh, primetime overs, 11, six and one. So this thing did fall. I think it was a 44-ish opener. It's down to around 43, 42 and a half. How do you cap this total here? And are you leaning at maybe a buy low over opportunity in primetime? That's exactly where I want to go with this. I, I, I really don't believe uh, that we're going to get a terrible Seattle offense. Again, the strength of that team outside of Russell is the wide receivers tight end, and they're still there. So if the ball gets in their general vicinity, they're going to make a play. And I think Geno didn't play well, obviously turned the ball over late. I look for him to bounce. Consequently, Jameis, we're going to know right away because on Jameis's good games, he throws three and a half touchdowns and lights up the scoreboard. On his bad games, he does nothing. So we'll know in the first quarter where this is going to be. I think we're going to get a good Jameis, a good passing game, and a lot of points. I'm not afraid to go over 43 here. Lou, a lot of noise surrounding the Miami Dolphins uh, with this Deshaun Watson situation. I mean, blocking out the noise, how do you see this game, Dolphins and the Falcons? To me, this is all about Coach Flores and the look on his face when he lost to Jacksonville last week was all I needed to see. And yes, uh, Jacksonville gets the bye. Miami has to turn right around and play a team in the Falcons 
that is off their own by. I think Atlanta is getting way too much credit here, and I look for the the Dolphins to bounce and and have a nasty disposition. I, them getting two and a half at home, I think, is m- maybe my best bet of the week. Mm. Lou, before you get out of here, I got two questions for you. One, any lean on Vittori and Costa here in the main event here uh, on, for UFC on Saturday night? Looks like you got a little money Vittori. I think it was like a minus 120, minus 130. He's up to around minus 170. And then, Lou, what's going to be on your TV tonight? Are you going to the book? What are you looking forward to watching and betting tonight? Uh, well, Vittori and Costa, the whole story is yet to be un- it told because Costa showed up at 2.11 yesterday asking for a catch weight. That fight's now going to be at 195. Costa, the weight, the extra weight makes him more powerful, makes him more prone to anti-wrestling. Vittori's a wrestler. This is all in Costa's favor, but the guy, sometimes I question where he's at. So I need to watch weigh-ins. I need to see more before I can commit there, but I want to like Costa. It's just going to be hard with a flake like he is. Uh, As far as what I'll be watching, there's no question about it. Uncle Louie watches playoff baseball in October. You cannot get anything of higher integrity, not even a regular season NFL game, and they don't play playoff NFL with playoff baseball, then I'd have a real decision. But playoff baseball, I'm all about it tonight. About business, too. Uncle Lou, that's the new one. I got all kinds of them. Let's keep most of them off the air. (laughs) Okay, we'll do that. Uh, Lou Finnecarl, the great Lou Finnecarl, cannot thank you enough for your time on the program today. Thanks again. Thanks Thanks, so much for having me on, guys. Good luck, everybody. Good luck to you as well. There he goes uh, right there. Excellent, excellent breakdown of some games right there, uh, Josh, uh, as well as UFC. What are you you leaning towards uh, in the UFC event? Yeah, so first off, Uncle Lou, it was gambling Lou to me, Fred, <laughs> right. I love it. Uh, I love the intensity. Lou always brings it. But uh, that Vittori one was intriguing to me mm-hmm. because missing weight, and I, I highly recommend reading Lou's full breakdown on Points Street Weekly. Right. But I think that's a big factor here, and a lot of movement uh, toward Vittori. But again, missing weight, I think that throws a little bit of a, a wrench into it here. And I am looking at more of maybe buying on that uh, Monday Night Football un, uh, over, Pritch. We talked about these overs in mm-hmm. prime time, 11-6-1 to the over, and it has fallen a little bit. So again, it's one of those conundrums of, you know, 44 down to 42 and a half. Are you going to play the under 42 and a half and get the worst of it? Or maybe buy low and play this trend of primetime overs. I'm kind of leaning with Lou there. Maybe buying low going over 42 and a half. Okay. And then some of those ugly dogs that Lou mentioned. I mean, that's right up your alley, right? I mean, which one looks more, most attractive to you? Oh, really appetizing here. Man. One concern with the football team, Pritch, is down to eight, and I think Lou hit the nail on the head. If you yeah. get an early 10, nine and a half, nine, totally get that. The Lions are intriguing because that line, at one point, I think got to maybe 16. It's ticking back down a little bit. My only thing that I'm against Lou with would be I money lined uh, the Atlanta Falcons, their okay. dog to fave off a of bye. But other than that, hope Lou cashes all his plays. Pretty strong trends um, uh, from uh, teams coming off a, a bye situation for sure. Uh, also, the Texans, they might be sellers. I think they're going to trade everybody away. So keep an eye on that. We got to get to college football because we got a, a top 10 team as a road dog. That's next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on 
the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime. Zen's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. You can also use Zen indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus. Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen also comes in two strengths, so you can have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine. is only for adult nicotine consumers over 21. Learn more and find your local retailer at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, it continues in college football. We saw upset last night at State over Coastal Carolina. So, I need your help here with Oklahoma State. We just watched them play a great game, beat Texas, come from behind victory, in fact. They're ranked eighth in the country right now, but they're catching seven points on the road against Iowa State. Go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Pritch, so I was going to say, uh, me and our producer, Ben, we were just joking about this number, but this is the most perplexing line of the week. And to be honest with you, Pritch, I love the Cyclones laying the points here. This is one of those plays that makes zero sense. Like, mm-hmm. for example, Oklahoma State, uh, they're ranked eighth in the country. They're 6-0. and They're undefeated. They're 4-2 ATS. Then you look at Iowa State, who's disappointed. They're 4-2. This is a team that had, you know, was going into the, the season with a lot of expectations here. They're 4-2. They're 3-3 and and ATS. They've won three of their last four, so turning around a little bit. But I think just the obvious play here is, with in terms of the public, like, how on earth am I getting seven points on a ranked team versus an unranked opponent? It makes zero sense here. But here's what I, what I like about it and why I love uh, laying the points with Iowa State. Number one, it's the it's a situation of even though you're getting about three out of four bets, when we talk about trendy dogs, Pritch, I like those hazmat dogs. I like those gross dogs that look like they got no shot. That's when they have a lot of value. When you have a dog that becomes very, very popular and very trendy, oftentimes they become overvalued and you can be walking into a trap here sometimes. So really the fact that you're getting Oklahoma State getting three out of four bets, public saying, I need an easy winner this weekend, Pritch. I'm getting seven with a ranked team versus an unranked team. Take that all day. But here's the thing. You had Iowa State open minus six and a half. They ticked up to seven. So any in any book that opens seven has stayed at seven. So if everyone is betting Oklahoma State, and here's the other thing, the odds makers knew that when they dropped this opener, mm-hmm. six and a half, seven with an unranked team versus a ranked team, they knew that everyone was going to take Oklahoma State. So I, again, I, I mentioned the word trap. I don't know if traps technically exist. I think it's obviously odds makers setting lines based on their models, algorithms, and formulas. But I think the public sometimes can fall into this mindset yeah. of it looks so easy and looks too good to be true. Here's the thing, Pritch. Oklahoma State could win outright. They could cover. But this is a play that I make every single time. When I see a contrarian favorite, unranked versus ranked, at home, and they're only getting about a third of bets, a quarter of bets, and the line either stayed the same or moved in their favor. I love that angle. So it looks gross. Again, it looks like it can't possibly cover, but why hasn't the line moved? Why is it staying where it's at? Mm-hmm. Why hasn't it ticked down toward OK State if everyone's on them? And Pritch, looking at home unranked teams versus ranked opponents, 25 and 18, 58% ATS this year. And this is a theme this week, Pritch. If you like this spot that Iowa State is in, you're also going to like Wisconsin minus three unranked versus 25 Purdue uh, Air Force minus four unranked versus 22 San Diego State and then the big one here UCLA I like that money line UCLA against number 10 Oregon why is UCLA favored this is an angle unranked versus ranked especially home favorite that I love to play and I'll play it every time I see okay, it. okay so contrarian favorite I think that's a new one 
right there for me <laughs> in terms of because I understand a lot of what you say, but contrarian favorite. Uh, how often do you see that? It's very rare, Pritch, and I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, I throw a lot of these words at people and, you know, I have a way I look at lines and whether it's, you know, line freeze, reverse line move, contrarian. I want to know, you know, two questions I always want to know going into a bet. Where's the public? Where, where mm -hmm. are the sharks or the, you know, wise guys or the respected betters who move numbers? I need to know that before I get down on a game and then compare that to, you know, percentages, historical systems, line movement, all that kind of stuff. But contrarian favor, what that means, Pritch, is oftentimes favorites are the popular plays. They're oft, oftentimes the public play because public has a bias toward wanting to put their money down on a team that is expected to win and is quote unquote the better team. So favorites are almost always popular. When they're contrarian, it only happens very rarely, Pritch, but that means they're an unpopular favorite. And to me, that's when favorites have their most value when they're expected to win and the odds makers are telling you they're expected to cover, but yet no one believes in them. That's really a buy low spot on a contrarian favorite. Okay, just uh, let the audience know right now that the get right games for Iowa State, the last two is Kansas and Kansas State. Uh, so as they prime themselves for Oklahoma State, look, they can stop the run. Oklahoma State runs the ball very well. They don't throw it very well. So uh, there's a quick cap on that one in terms of what you could see in that game. Clemson and, and Pittsburgh is intriguing to me because Pittsburgh uh, is minus three in this one. They're ranked 23rd in the country. Clemson is not ranked right now. Uh, the mighty have fallen indeed right there. But there's a quarterback with a showcase game right there in front of him. Kenny Pickett. Uh, could become one of those guys that people pay attention to for the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, you're totally right, Pritch. And I, th I believe this is the first time that Clemson's been a dog in a conference game since I think like 2016. Like it has been absolutely forever here. And Clemson, uh, a team that is four and two, and they've won, you know, uh, four of their last five, but 0-6 ATS. They haven't been covering any numbers. But again, they're in a rare spot where they're actually getting points. And this hasn't happened in, you know, half a decade here at this point, mm -hmm. basically in conference play. But uh, Pritch, what's intriguing to me, public's kind of split. They still see Clemson. They three that they see that, you know, that paw there and that big orange paw. And they say, uh, it's still Clemson. I can get points. How do I not grab that? So public's kind of split here. Yet Pittsburgh, they open minus three. I'm seeing them minus three, you know, minus 120. Some books creeping up to three and a half. We got uh, minus four, four out here. Yeah, and that's that's intriguing to me, Pritch, because maybe that was a, a, a late number or a late move. I'm seeing mostly threes, three and a halfs at this point. But either way, you know, most movement has been toward the, uh, you know, the Pittsburgh angle. So, again, do I want to, you know, bet, um, you know, a favorite at home laying points all the time? Not really. I like those, you know, unranked versus ranked type situations. I would lean Pittsburgh here, you know, again, line moving in their favor. And this Clemson team, Pritch, 0-6 ATS, the big, the big discrepancy to me is offensively. Pittsburgh's averaging almost 50 points a game, Pritch, one of the best offenses in all college football. Clemson is averaging 20 points a game. And all their defense is good. They're only giving up like 13. But I think that's a big discrepancy. If I'm on a, a short favor and I want them to cover, I want them to be able to put up points against a team that really doesn't. Yeah, this Kenny Pickett guy. I mean, he's got, what, 21 touchdown passes, only one interception as they light up the scoreboard, too. Uh, how about Wake Forest? They're uh, minus three uh, at Army. Minus three, Josh. Yeah, so this one looks fishy to me. I think everyone's going to lay the points with Wake Forest. Obviously, uh, you know, better, obviously better, uh, you know, win-loss record, 6-0, and undefeated. They're only 2-4 and four ATS. But Army's four and two. They're mm -hmm. three and three ATS. And one thing that it, you know jumps out to me is everyone's laying the points with Wake, ranked team, undefeated, just play them, no questions asked. But Pritch, a lot of these books open minus three and have stayed minus three. Even anytime any uh, you know a three and a half was available, got scooped up by Army plus three and a half, bring it down to three. So this is kind of a classic 
uh, line freeze. And what a line freeze is, is it's when you have really, really lopsided betting on one side, yet the line won't move at all. And that kind of tells you something like if everyone's betting wake bridge minus three, why aren't they up to minus four, minus four and a half? Why is the line move further toward wake? If they have the far better record undefeated and then it's a really short number. I'll be a little wary of that. Um, you know, unranked versus rank, all these situations we talked about uh, at home would match with army. I'd wait it out. And can I, if I can get a three and a half with army in the hook, that's something I'd be interested in. Again, it's just fishy to me that everyone's on wake yet. This thing hasn't gone in their direction. It's pretty much stayed where it's at. It tells me books are reluctant despite this lopsided betting to give up an extra half point or a hook to some contrarian army backers. Here. Okay. Let's get to uh, tonight's game. Uh, you got Tulane and SMU. So I looked at the total first, Josh, before you even decide is 70 and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, the side here, SMU, the favorite minus 13 and a half at the South point. Yeah, so I would mention there has been a little movement toward Tulane. This is kind of surprising. SMU, you know, way better record, better team, you know, better uh, in terms of uh, really offensively averaging around 40 a game, only giving up 22. Tulane's one and five. SMU is six and zero. Oh. Also, SMU's four and two ATS. Tulane only two and four ATS. So everything screams SMU here. But Pritch, this reminds me a little bit of Cal going to Oregon. Uh, what was it last week or last Friday or Thursday night? Uh, kind of a same number where SMU and it was in the Oregon spot, everyone betting them minus 14, but yet I'm seeing this line fall to 13 half and Pritch, I'm seeing a 13 out there. Uh, so the line is going toward Tulane, even though everyone's betting SMU, I would lean Tulane as a really hazmat road, you know, dog type situation. Mm -hmm. But my angle here, Pritch, I like the over. Uh, it's a high number. You get, we're going to get a little nervous here trying to go over 70. But you've seen this thing tick up 69 and a half up to around 70. It got to 70 and a half at one point. It's now kind of you know, hanging around 70. But really what you're looking at, uh, the over six and two, the last eight head-to-head -head matchups. And also, uh, this pass defense for Tulane is one of the worst in the country. All these stat categories for pass defense, Pritch, bottom 10, every category for Tulane. SMU, I think they can feast on this spot. But also Tulane, in order to cover that over, they're averaging 33 a game. They're giving up like 40. Rich, I see a lot of points in this game. It's definitely a sneaky, sharp move to Tulane. Okay. I'm going over 70. That's my angle here for this total. A sneaky, sharp move. Okay. <laughs> I mean, because look, Tulane, you're right. They have not had a great season. But uh, for me, I thought the safer play would be that total. Uh, whether or not uh, 70 and a half is enough to, uh, to take the over. Uh, what are you seeing there again? Yeah, 69 and a half opener yeah. pitch up to 70 and a half. Great weather. And yeah. again, terrible pass D. I think you get some points tonight. All right. Yeah, I think we see some points too, especially <laughs> uh, with that defense you mentioned for Tulane right there. Uh, great breakdown right there. So an opportunity to catch points too. Cincinnati uh, laying 23 uh, and then Oklahoma laying 38 uh, and a half. Uh, more market insights from Josh Applebaum when the show continues. It's coming up next. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on either the Broncos or the Browns. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if either the Broncos or the Browns 
score a touchdown. It's a new customer offer. Paid and free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum covering everything today. Josh, doing a great job as well. Uh, so we get to Major League Baseball uh, because we have the Braves in a Dodgers situation. BetMGM Market Insights here. Uh, the Braves, <laughs> money line, 71% ticket percentage right there. Uh, then the handle, 57% Braves. Uh, and we're looking at Dodgers, what, minus 142, minus 145 right now. Yeah, so first off, Pritch, going to yesterday, what a missed opportunity for oh. the Dodgers there. You're, you're around a minus 200 favorite. You got Arias on the bump. Uh, you had a bunch of scratches and different things going on with the pitcher with Atlanta. Uh, and off the momentum of that crazy, you know, come from behind with Cody Bellinger and, and, and Ken Jansen blowing him away mm-hmm. and feeling like you're back in the series. And then right back, you know, one step forward, two steps back. So backs against the wall. Dodgers season could end today. But Pritch, I don't think it does. I'm on the Dodgers tonight. I like the fact that if you look at these uh, ticket versus money handles, uh, 71% of tickets on Braves. What does that mean? It means the public is saying, I've seen enough. This Dodgers team is dead. The Braves are getting whatever they want offensively. Three out of four bets basically are saying, give me the plus money here on plus 125, plus 130, depending on what shop you're looking at. However, here's the thing. Even though it's a really popular play to the Braves, it's only 57% of the money. Now, technically, you could say they're getting more than half the money, but that's a pretty good discrepancy the other way in terms of the Dodgers only getting, you know, 29% of bets, but uh, what, 43% of the money. So that'll be a low bets, higher dollar, uh, you know, number here for the Dodgers. Now, we're showing minus 140 up to minus 145. I'm seeing some some books drop a little bit. Back to like minus 140, minus 138, something like that. But I think with the Dodgers here, Pritch, you know, one angle that, you know, didn't come through yesterday with these home favorites, but it's been good historically and throughout mm-hmm. this season. These home teams, uh, especially if you're a favorite, 18 and 10, 64% so far uh, this playoff. So, uh, you know, Justin Turner getting hurt, Pritch, to me, maybe um, protects him against himself. He's really struggled this year. You take him out. Now you can get maybe Taylor at third and bring in Pollock or one of these outfielders. Uh, I wouldn't dis- dismiss the Dodgers just yet. Now, can they come back and win it all uh, and win, win this series down three to one? Right now, they're plus 360 mm-hmm. on the series price. <laughs> so kind of odds makers are saying Braves minus 450 are probably going to get it done. But all we care tonight, Pritch, is who's going to win tonight. I think the Dodgers, you're going to get their best effort. And this is a team that a lot of these playoff home games, Pritch, they're minus 175, minus 200. I think you're kind of buying low on a team that struggled, almost like that Team USA in the Olympics when that number really bottomed out. It's very rare you get Dodgers in a playoff series or in a playoff game at home only laying around minus 135. I'm going to lay with the Dodgers tonight. Uh, I don't think they're done yet here, but okay. I think they get it done tonight. Yeah, I'm looking at the Braves up plus 126 right now because they're in. <laughs> we talk about spots all the time. Uh, so they're in a great spot right now. I mean, all four teams, the final four, the lineups are incredible. We know that. Uh, but what's going to separate these teams? Pitching. You got Max Fried on the bump uh, for the Braves at plus 126, by the way. Uh, and then I don't know what the Dodgers are going to do uh, today. I mean, anything and everything is probably on the table for the Dodgers tonight. Yeah, seriously, I think it's all hands on deck. And again, you know, you burn some guys, you know, you, you know, are you going to, can you pitch Scherzer? What are you going to do? I think it's, this is a situation where the analytics guys, all the nerds up in, uh, you know, the, the top <laughs> row of the, uh, of the stadium here, they got to work their numbers and their pocket protectors. And they got to figure out who to pitch here. Maybe there's you go sometimes they're in the that. front row too now, Josh. I mean, they're not always at the top of the stadium. 
<laughs> That's true, Pritch. But they need a plug-in to put in their, uh, their algorithms and formulas <laughs> for their computers here. But I would just say, remember against the the Giants there, what was that game when they had Kniebel as the starter? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they kind of mixed and matched. That could be an opportunity here. But a lot of books are uh, not yet hanging this line because they're waiting on the Dodgers pitcher. Yeah. So make sure you know that in your, bo- in your book has this thing available uh, before you get down. Yeah, the Giants were not able to capitalize on that situation. Uh, they had uh, chances to produce runs early on and maybe – uh, take advantage of what the Dodgers were trying to do there. But, I, I mean, the Braves, I, I, the Braves in this lineup, I don't know if that's going to be a case. I don't know if it's going to be similar to what the Giants uh, could not do. Yeah, Pritch, and if you look at if you like the Braves, then if you're getting house money, a yeah. team that's playing great, you're getting plus money, I don't fault you at all there. You know, we have the updated World Series futures here, Pritch. Houston now minus 105 at DraftKings to win it all. Mm-hmm. Braves plus 175. And then Dodgers and Red Sox plus 700, plus 1100. So, okay. you know, based on the way these years are trending, you know, maybe we get Braves in Houston. Although I'm hoping, uh, hoping my stocks make a comeback here. Prince. There you go. And the total is eight here on the board at the South point. Okay. NHL and NBA, Josh Applebaum market insights podcast. You can get a lot of information there every single day. What do you have? I got a lot for you, Pritch. So let's start off with the NBA. A couple things that caught my eye. Number one, uh, Dallas and Atlanta to the over. We talked yesterday about uh, using a lot of the offensive, defensive efficiency stats to try to uh, maybe find an edge here, especially with overs. If you get two really good offensive efficiency teams versus teams that aren't great defensively, what jumped out to me with this Dallas Atlanta game here, Pritch, uh, if you look at some of these stats, you have Dallas last year, ninth in offensive efficiency, Atlanta eighth. And then defensively, 17th for Dallas, 19th for Atlanta. So what does that mean? You got some good offenses. You know, defenses leave a little bit to, to be desired. But a lot of these books were, you know, 224, 224 and a half, up to around 225 and a half. It's come back down a little bit. I'd be looking at the over 224 and a half. You can find it. Uh, some value there maybe to a little bit of a higher scoring game. Another line that really moved, Pritch, uh, money lining the Miami Heat. Now, this is a play you would have loved to have jumped on the Heat. And Pritch, we got to get do we got to do it again. We got to get on Twitter and figure out all these injuries right. because uh, we saw Drew Holiday out for this game. This open Miami uh, or sorry Milwaukee Bucks laying one and a half or two and a half on the road, and there was a window here in the afternoon, 10, 15 minute window where you could have jumped on the Heat plus one and a half, and then really the floodgates open with Holiday being out flipping the heat now to minus two. So I'd be looking at if you didn't get it earlier, uh, money lining the heat here, dog to favorite with missing holiday and DiVincenzo and Bobby Portis with the heat rested and making their debut tonight. It's like the heat in that spot. And then Pritch, some late movement here to the Clippers. If you're looking at, uh, you know, maybe recreating that opening night game where Golden State was at the Lakers and everyone's on the Lakers, yet the short line moved to the dog on the road. Same thing tonight with the Clippers. Everyone's playing Steph Curry. Three out of four bets, laying it at home off that big Lakers win. But we actually had Curry and the Warriors open minus three and a half. And they're down to three at a lot of shops, Pritch. So we've seen that hook available with the three and a half get hit bring it down to three and a half. So looking at maybe the Clippers, if you can still find a hook out there, a couple of shops do have it. I'd be looking at the Clippers in that spot. Uh, and then just a couple in the NHL, mm-hmm. we got the Islanders. Uh, this is an Andy McNeil play, which, uh, which I like as well. The Islanders open on the road around minus 130 at Columbus. They've been steamed up to around minus 140. So you have a lot of system matches there. Uh, October road teams who made the playoffs first teams that missed uh, about 56%. Last couple of years, been a good grinder match. Also, uh, the Capitals on the road at the Devils. Devils have some injuries right now. Mackenzie Blackwood is out. Their young stud, Jack Hughes, is out with injury. And Washington, full strength. They open around minus 120-ish. They've been seen up to around minus 125, minus 130. I'd be looking at the caps in that one. And then a sneaky one is the San Jose Sharks, Pritch. They're on the road at the Ottawa Senators. And the Sharks have actually been off to a good start this year. And it looks like they're getting kind of dog-to-fave line move. You had a lot of books open Ottawa uh, laying around minus 110, minus 115. We're showing minus 110 both sides right now, but a lot of these books are creeping up 
further to like minus 115 with the Sharks. So that'll be a system match with these non-division road favorites off a win with a line move in their favor, about 62% last year. Um, but I, I buried the lead here, Pritch. Don't let me ramble on too much longer. I heard that in a big college football slate tonight, <laughs> we might be aligned on a hazmat play on one of the worst teams in college football. Yep. Talk to me, Pritch. Make me more confident in UNLV. Yeah, I found the hazmat suit that you sent me, by the way, and I put it on for this <laughs> one. I'm taking the UNLV uh, Rebels. Uh, catching four and a half points with their homecoming at home. I, I think there's a lot of factors, reasons why. I mean, it's, there's really no capping of it other than the fact that I, I understand cupcakes being on the schedule for homecoming. I understand that UNLV is desperate, in fact, thirsty uh, for a, a home win or a win in particular. So San Jose State, uh, not the team that they were last year. I, and I just think UNLV, I mean, they've targeted this game. They, it has that feeling. It's the, it's the easiest opponent on their schedule. Uh, if you look at things, and you got Marcus Royal, who has not won a game yet, uh, it just seems like and feels like everything's targeted for this game tonight. I'm right there with you, Pritch. Right up my alley, right there with you, because you have a lot of. This is again 11 o'clock game, so all these games are interesting. Mm-hmm. They're all 7:30. Like if I could knock on the door of you know college football, I'd say, can we space these out? Can I get a, a five, a seven, an eight o'clock, 11 o'clock? But this is a late night game. This is kind of the chase game a lot of times with the public where they're going to load up on that last one and try to either have their their, their night be good and continue to be good or dig out of a little bit of a hole. But everybody's on San Jose State uh, pretty much just because you look at that 0-6 record for UNLV and you say, how can I possibly play them? But Pritch, uh, I don't know if anyone knows this, UNLV is 4-1-1 ATS. They've covered some numbers here, Mm. uh, and I'm right there (laughs) with you. Uh, Only a third of bets, and and you're getting an inflated number off, you know, actually maybe a line freeze, four and a half. You may be able to find a five, but I'm with you, Pritch. I'm glad the hazmat suit came in the mail. I got another one with you. Let's go UNLV. Okay, so 4-1 ATS. I did not know that. See, I didn't do that much research on it when it comes to this game. I just had had Big Mac money on it. Now I'm going to go Big Mac combo because of that (laughs) 4-1 ATS. And don't forget a couple apple pies, too. There you go. Absolutely. (laughs) Great job. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Bridge. Good luck. They'll do it. 